a blustery eve on Nantucket Isle. Twas the night before Xmas, and all had to smile, except for one Mather Lowell, alone in the cold, his head caught between a fence of wrought iron poles. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride one horse open sleigh. Red Raider the Raging Stallion, come in Roy. I'm starting to think you may not be coming to get my head out of this fence. Please help me before my chestnuts shrivel up. Though there was slim chance that Roy would come to his aid, Lowell held out hope. Slim chance? I think Roy saw him perform at Atlantic City last year. You can hear me. I thought I was just the disembodied voice of the narrator. I know who you are. When I drove solo cross country, you were with me the whole way, even through those dark tunnels. Oh, oh, so you could hear that. Sorry about some of those things I said. I'm rubber. Your glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. I was gonna say, and Margaret. But I know that's wrong. I, what I was actually gonna say is I'm more like a noble South American tree that led to colonialization for resources extraction, whereas you're more like the juice excretions from a dead horse. But I like the way you put it. Snappy. Lowell, look. I don't think Roy is coming back to save you. Dang it. That means I probably won't get home before Satan comes down our chimney and eats all of our cookies. I think you mean Santa? Santa? Oh no, I'm afraid we don't observe pagan deities on my boat. Just then, as it seemed all hope was lost for Lowell, the spirits of three lost souls visited upon him. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> My friends, I'm Lowell. But wait a second. I'm asking the questions here. Like who shot JR or where's the beef? We are the spirits of the three dead barnals you ran over with a truck. Well, ain't that something? We've come to show you your friends and the excellent Christmas they are having without you. Neat. These so-called friends that would just leave you to die all alone in the freezing cold. Alright, a show. I was starting to get bored out here. Look upon this misty haze and peer into the vision of Roy on this Christmas Eve. Wow. How about that? What do you see, Lowell? This vision is sharper than the Trinitron TV over at Crown and Anchor. What a jerk! It looks like Roy is sitting by a warm, crackling fire, sipping hot cocoa and reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. No, Lowell. That fire is his burning of evidence. He's chugging brandy spiked with eggnog, and he's perusing the December issue of Playboy. I suppose the holiday season is full of traditions. You better change the channel though before he whips out his Yule log. Is that Faye you see appearing now, Lowell? Yes. It looks like she's sitting alone in the dark. Oh, there are tears streaming down her face. Boy, 
She must be suffering from seasonal depression. I'll bet it's hard for her this time of year, being all alone with no Georges. Look closer, Lowell. Those aren't tears of sorrow, but tears of joy. She's watching her favorite holiday movie, Invasion USA, and she always weeps with the light when Chuck Norris blows away commies. Well, that's just heartwarming. Um, Owls, could you go on to the next vision? I'm a wholesome narrator, and don't go in for R-rated movies. Oh good, look Lowell, it's the Hackett House. I see Brian, I see Joe, and there's Helen. That's sweet. They must have invited her over so she didn't have to be alone on Christmas. And knowing those two, they probably thought they could get lucky. But wait, there's more. It looks like Helen is passed out on the couch, and Joe and Brian are smooching under the mistletoe? What? This can't be right. Oh, spirit owls, who I have run over, please tell me I am mistaken like I was with those other visions. Not this time, Lowell. You see, Helen played a trick on the boys and told them that she thought it was sexy when two guys kissed, they humored her and planted their lips upon each other. A fire of unacknowledged passion was lit between the two of them and they succumbed to forbidden carnal lust. Helen got bored, creeped out after a while, she fell asleep. Cut it out, spirit owls. Why are you showing me all this? Are you trying to impart some sort of holiday lesson upon me? We're trying to torture you as you freeze to death. Asshole, you murdered us with your truck. Oh, well, good job. Their task completed. The owls drifted back to the spirit realm from which they came. May your, May your soul be eternally tormented, Lord Mather. Bye. Happy holidays. Lowell was left alone once more. When all seemed lost, hope and despair were the only Christmas present for him. But then, what's this? A mysterious, hulking figure approached out of the misty haze. Roy the red-nosed pervert Drank himself a strawberry nose Put on some rented videotapes And fapped until he curled his toes Then in the refractory period He started feeling quite morose Thought of his freezing buddy Then returned to help out more. Roy, is that you? You did come back for me. Yeah, well, what can I say? I'm a softie. Oh, oh, this is just so, so heartwarming. Really? Wait, nope. That was presumptuous of me. That's not my heart that's warm, it's my chonies. I think I wet myself. I was out here for hours. 
Let's get your head out of there, Lowell, and get you home. Roy, Merry Christmas. Ah, Merry Christmas, Lowell. And with that, our friends drifted off into the night in Roy's purple El Camino. Overcome with the spirit of goodwill and love, the real present of the Christmas season. Enough cheer and joy to last throughout the new year. Who the hell is talking?